Heavenly Father, we thank you for July 8th. We thank you for the reading of your word. We thank you that you're right here, right now with us. And you bless your word. You said you never leave us nor forsake us, Lord. You keep us alive and well, Lord, according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen, Lord. Thank you. We're in First Chronicles 518 to 681. Um, there were 44,760 capable warriors in the armies of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manash. They were all skilled in combat and armed with shields, swords, and bows. They waged war against the Hagrites, the Jeturites, the Naphysites, and the Notabites. They cried out to God during the battle, and he answered their prayer because they trusted him. So the Hagrites and all their allies were defeated. The plunder taken from the Hagrites included 50,000 camels, 250,000 sheep and goats, 2,000 donkeys, and 100,000 captives. Many of the Hagrites were killed in the battle because God was fighting against them. The people of Reuben, Gad, and Manash lived in their land until they were taken into exile. The half-tribe of Manash was very large and spread through the land of Bashan, Tubal, Hermon, Sener, and Mount Hermon. These were the leaders of their clans, Ephur, Ishi, Eli, Azrael, Jeremiah, Hodaviah, and Jadil. These men had a great reputation as mighty warriors and leaders of their clans. But these tribes were unfaithful to the God of their ancestors. They worshipped the gods of the nations that God had destroyed. So the God of Israel caused King Pool of Assyria, also known as Tiglath-Pileser, to invade the land and take away the people of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manash as captives. The Syrians exiled them to Hala, Harbor, Hara, and the Gozan River, where they remain to this day. The sons of Levi were Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. The descendants of Kohath included Amram, Ishtar, Hebron, and Uziel. The children of Amran were Aaron, Moses, and Miriam. The sons of Aaron and Adab, Abihu, Elizar, and Ithamar. Elizar was the father of Venus. Venus was the father of Abishua. Abishua was the father of Buki. Buki was the father of Uzi. <laughs> Uzi was the father of Zariah. Zerahiah. Zerahiah was the father of Merioth. Merioth was the father of Amariah. Amariah was the father of Aitub. Aitub was the father of Zadak. Zadak was the father of Amimaz. Amimaz was the father of Azariah. Azariah was the father of Johanan. Johanan was the father of Azariah, the high priest at the temple built by Solomon in Jerusalem. Azariah was the father of Amariah. Amariah was the father of Ahitab. Ahitab was the father of Zadak. Zadak was the father of Shalom. Shalom was the father of Hilkiah. Hilkiah was the father of Azariah. Azariah was the father of Sariah. Sariah was the father of Jehozadak. 
who went into exile when the Lord sent the people of Judah and Jerusalem into captivity under Nebuchadnezzar. The sons of Levi were Gershon, Koath, and Merari. Um, the descendants of Gershon included Lib, Libru, Libni, and Shimi. The, decision, the descendants of Kohath included Amran, Ishhar, Hebron, and Uziel. Uziel. The descendants of Mary, Mary included Mahi, Ma, Mali and Mushi. <laughs> the following were the Levite clan, sorry Lord, listed according to the ancestral descent. The descendants of Gershon included Libni, Jahath, Zima, Joa, Edu, Zerah, and Jethariah. Jethari. The descendants of Kohath included Aminadab, Korah, Asir, Elkanah, Abiasif, Asir, Tahath, Uriel, Uzziah, and Shal. The descendants of Elkanah included Amas, Amasai, Ahimoth, Elkanah, Zophai, Nathoth, Eliab, Jero, Jeroham, Elkanah, and Samuel. The sons of Samuel were Joel, the older, and Abijah, the second. The descendants of Merar, Merari included Mali, Libni, Shemiel, Uzziah, Uzzah, Shemiah, Hag, Haggaiah, and Asiah. David assigned the following men to lead the music at the house of the Lord after the ark was placed there. They ministered with music at the tabernacle. Until Solomon built the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem, they carried out their work following all the regulations handed down to them. These are the men who served along with their sons. Heman, the musician, was from the clan of Kohath. His genealogy was traced back through Joel, Samuel, Elkahan, Kana, Jeroham, Eliel, Toha, Zup, Elkanana, no, Elkanah, Math, Mahath, Amesai, Elkanah, Joel, Azariah, Zephaniah, Taath, Asir, Abisap, Korah, Isser, Kohath, Levi in Israel. Heman's first assistant was Asap from the clan of Gershon. Asap's genealogy was traced back through Berechiah, Shemiah, Michael, Baseiah, Baseiah, Malkijah, Ethni, Zerah, Adaiah, Ethnan, Zimma, Shemil, Shemil, Shemiai, Shemi, Jahat, Gershon, and Levi. Herman's second assistant was Ethan from the clan of Merari. Ethan's genealogy was traced back through Kishi, Abdi, Malak, Hashabiah, Amaziah, Hilkiah, Amzi, Bani, Shemer, Ma, Mali, Mushi, 
Merari, and Levi. Their fellow Levites were appointed to various other tasks in the tabernacle in the house of God. Only Aaron and the descendants served as priests. They presented the offerings on the altar of burnt offering and the altar of incense, and they performed all the duties related to the Most High Place. They made atonement for Israel by doing everything that Moses, the servant of God, had commanded them. The descendants of Aaron and Eleazar, Phinehas, Abishua, Buki, Uzi, Zerahiah, Merahioth, Amariah, Amariah, Aitab, Zadok, and Aimaz. This is a record of the town's territory assigned by means of sacred lots to the descendants of Aaron who were from the clan of Kohath. This territory included Hebron and its surrounding pasture lands of Judah, but the fields and outlining areas belonged to the city were given to Caleb, son of Jephnah. So the descendants of Aaron were given the following towns, each with its pasture lands, Hebron, in a city of refuge, Libna, Jatir, Eshtemoa, Holon, Debir, Ain, Judah, and Beth Shemesh. And from the territory of Benjamin, they were given Gibeon, Geva, Alimeth, and Anatoth, each with its pasture lands. So 13 roads. Thirteen towns were given to the descendants of Aaron. The remaining descendants of Koath received ten towns from the territory of the half-tribe of Manash by means of sacred lots. The descendants of Gershon received by sacred lots thirteen towns from the territories of Ishakar, Asher, Naphtali, and the Bashan area of Manash, east of the Jordan. The descendants of Merari received by sacred lots twelve towns from the territories of Reuben, Gad, and Zebulon. So the people of Israel assigned all these towns and pasture lands to the Levites. The towns in the territories of Judah, Simeon, and Benjamin mentioned above were assigned to them by means of sacred lots. The descendants of Kohath were given to the following towns from the territory of Ephraim, each with its pasture lands. Shechem, a city of refuge in the hill country of Ephraim, Gezer, Jokmim, Beth Horon, Aijalon, and Gath Rimonon. The remaining descendants of Kohath were assigned the towns of Aner and Bilim. From the territory of the half tribe of Manesh, each with its pasture lands. The descendants of Gershon received the towns of Golan in Bashan and Ashtaroth from the territory of the half tribe of Manesh, each with its pasture lands. From the territory of Ishakar, they were given Kadesh, Dabarath, Ramoth, and Anim, each with its pasture lands. From the territory of Asher, they received Mashal, Abdon, Hukok, and Rehob, each with its pasture lands. From the territory of Naphtali, they were given Kadesh in Galilee, Hammon, and Kirathim, each with its pasture lands. The remaining descendants of Merari received the towns of Jokinam, Jokniam, 
Kartath, Rimmon, and Tabor from the territory of Zebulon, each with his pasture lands. From the territory of Reuben, east of the Jordan River, opposite Jericho, they received Bezer, a desert town, Jahaz, Kaimoth, and Mephathath, each with its pasture lands. And from the territory of Gad, they received Ramoth and Gilead, Mahanamim, Mahanam, Mahanim, Heshbon, and Jazir, each with its pasture lands. Amen. <laughs> Go to read the study on this one. <laughs> it says here that um, today's study, Chronicles 1, 664, the towns and pasture lands provided to the Levites fulfilled God's commands to Israel in Numbers 35, 1 to 8. The Levites were set apart to serve in God's temple, and they, and their time, um, they were God's priests because they spent so much of their time serving God and helping the people worship Him. God saw to it that their needs were provided for. Peter likens all of the believers to priests, and God chose believers to love and serve Him above all. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. First Peter two nine. As we serve God and others, Paul promises that God will generously provide all you need. 2 Corinthians 9.8 God has shown us that He keeps His word. He provided for the needs of the Levites, and He will provide for yours. He's called you to love and serve others. How can you follow God's command and see Him provide for you along the way? Amen. Well, that settles it pretty good. Yeah, uh, I think so. It's amazing how, um, I was just thinking how one, you know, they, they disturbed it by lots and uh, yeah. sacred lots, mm-hmm. all the territory with its pasture land, because yes. you got you got with its refrigerators, you know, the grass was the refrigerators, to a whole incredible amount of people. It's just well organized, there's no other nation in the earth that is so well organized as uh, the Israelites, you know. Okay, Acts 26. Then Agrippa said to Paul, You may speak in your defense. So Paul, gesturing with his hand, started his defense. I am fortunate, King Agrippa, that you are the one hearing my defense today against all these accusations made by the Jewish leaders. For I know you are an expert on all Jewish customs and controversies. Now please listen to me patiently. As the Jewish leaders are well aware, I was given a thorough Jewish training from my earliest childhood among my own people and in Jerusalem. If they would admit it, they know they have been a member of the Pharisees, that I have been a member of the Pharisees, the strictest sect of our religion. Now I am on trial because of my hope in the fulfillment of God's promise made to our ancestors. In fact, that is why the twelve tribes of Israel zealously worship God night and day, and they share the same hope. I have yet, Your Majesty, they accuse me for having this hope. Why does it seem incredible to any of you that God can raise the dead? I used to believe that I ought to do everything I could to oppose the, the very name of Jesus of Nazareth. Indeed, I did just that in Jerusalem. <clears throat> Authorized by the leading priests, I caused many believers there to be sent to prison and cast my vote against them when they were condemned to death. Many times I had them punished in the synagogue to get them to curse Jesus. I was so violently opposed to them that I even chased them down in foreign cities. One day I was on such a mission to Damascus, armed with the authority of and commission of the leading priests. About noon, your, your Majesty, 
as I was on the road, a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, shone down on me and my companions. We all fell down, and I heard a voice saying to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is useless for you to fight against my will. Who are you, Lord? I asked. And the Lord replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Now get to your feet, for I have appeared to you. I have appeared to you to appoint you as my servant and witness. You are to tell the world that you have seen and what I will show you in the future. And I will rescue you from both your own people and the Gentiles. Yes, I am sending you to the Gentiles to open their eyes so they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. And then, then they will receive forgiveness for their sins and be, for, be giving a place among God's people who are set apart by faith in me. And so King Agrippa obeyed that vision from heaven. I preached first to those in Damascus, then in Jerusalem, and through all Judea, and also to the Gentiles, that all must repent for their, of their sins and turn to God, and prove they have changed by the good things they do. Some Jews arrested me in the temple for preaching this, and they tried to kill me. But God has protected me right up to this present time, so I can testify to everyone. From the least to the greatest, I teach nothing except what the prophets and Moses said would happen, that the Messiah would suffer and be the first to rise from the dead, and in this way announce God's light to Jews and Gentiles alike. Suddenly, Festus shouted, Paul, you are insane. Too much study has made you crazy. But Paul replied, I am not a saint, most excellent Festus. What I am saying is the sober truth. And King Agrippa knows about these things. I speak boldly, for I am sure these events are all familiar to him, for they were not done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know you do. Agrippa, Agrippa interrupted him. Do you think you can persuade me to become a Christian so quickly? Paul replied, Whether quickly or not, I pray to God that both you and everyone here in this audience might become the same as I am, except for the chains. Then the king, the governor, Bernice, and all the others stood and left. As they went out, they talked it over and agreed. This man hasn't done anything to serve death or imprisonment. And Agrippa said to Festus, he could have been set free if he hadn't appealed to Caesar. Mm, wow. Today's Acts study, chapter 26, 28, 29, Agrippa, Agrippa responded sarcastically to Paul's presentation of the good news. Paul didn't take offense at Agrippa's tone, but made a personal appeal, which he hoped all his listeners would respond to. Paul didn't return Agrippa's sarcasm. Instead, he deepened his appeal. Paul's reaction is a good example for us as we tell others about God's plan of salvation. Often we can be offended when someone evades our earnest tone and direct work. And direct work. It's easy to react defensively and protect ourselves by shrugging off, it off lightly. But like Paul did, a sincere personal appeal or personal testimony can drive the discussion deeper. It can show the deeper, the depth of our concerns and break through hardened hearts. Paul didn't take Agrippa's response as an insult, and he didn't protect his pride by backing off. Can you accept an insult to your faith and remain open and honest about what you believe? Why do you think Paul could? Yeah. 
you know, it sounds to me just at the beginning when it said that, so Paul, gesturing with his hand, started his defense. So what I'm saying is when I talk to you and I'm doing like this, <laughs> it's biblical. <laughs> Joking. Okay. That was a funny. Okay. Oh, um, I get it. But um, I think that Paul knew how to use a man of persuasion and he knew how to present his case. He knew how to, um, like they said, it was good at personally presenting his testimony, what happened, because he went back to the testimony, testimony on the road to Damascus. And uh, he, he said, hey, I, I was once you, you know, before. I was once the Pharisee. I, 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 had, I knew the strictest set of religion. And, and, um, but he said, now that I'm on trial because my hope in the fulfillment of God's promise made to our ancestors. So, you know, he went back to the promise of God. And I like where he says over here, uh, it's at, I can't even see the scripture here, the numbers, let's see, 17, no, not 17, well, let me just start at 15, it says, uh, and the Lord replied, I, I'm Jesus, the one you're persecuting, now get to your feet, but I've appeared to you to appoint you as my servant and witness, you are to tell the world what you have seen, and I will show you in the future, amen, to that. And I will rescue you from both your own people and the Gentiles. So he's going to protect them in this calling. Um, and yet it says, yes, I'm sending you to the Gentiles to open their eyes so they may turn from darkness to light and from the power to, of Satan to God. Then they will receive forgiveness for their sins and be given a place among God's people who are set apart by faith in me. So everyone he's supposed to preach to, who's going to preach to, that's set apart, believing by faith. Amen. Um, Very good. And then um, it said, and then after that, um, he, it sounds like his, his testimony was heartfelt. It was, but I like the way he said to him. He said, you know. Uh, where, where is it? Oh, King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know you do. <laughs> That's like me on the phone when I'm calling somebody. I believe this can be done. You know, it's very persuasive. Um, I like that. And then... And I, I like the way he said, I pray that everybody be saved. You know, except not in these chains, but to, to receive the Lord. Amen. Okay. You know, like right here, where it is now, verse 6, I am in trial because of my hope. Mm -hmm. In the fulfillment of God's promise made to our ancestors, mm -hmm. the hope. Mm -hmm. In fact, that is why the 12 tribes of Israel zealously worship God night mm -hmm. and day, mm -hmm. and they share the same hope. I have yet, Your Majesty, they accuse me for having this hope. Why does it seem incredible to any of you that God can raise the dead? Yeah. Amen. He was a great thing. And I mm -hmm. believe he got many in there saved as yeah. he, he gave out mm -hmm. the testimony. Amen. Amen. God has uh, raised an incredible way. We need to see more and more of Paul. Yeah. Praying the Psalms. Don't hide your grief from God. Instead, share it with him. Let confidence in God comfort you. Psalms 6, 1 through 10. O Lord, don't rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your rage. Have compassion on me, Lord, for I am weak. Heal me, Lord, for my bones are in agony. I am sick at heart. How long, O Lord, until you restore me? 
Return, O Lord, and rescue me. Save me because of your unfailing love. For the dead do not remember you. Who can praise you from the grave? I am worn out from sobbing all night. I flood my bed with weeping, drenching it with my tears. My vision is blurred by grief. My eyes are worn out because of all my enemies. Go away, all you who do evil. For the Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord will answer my prayer. May all my enemies be disgraced and terrified. May they suddenly turn back in shame. Proverbs 18, 20-21 Wise words satisfy like a good meal. The right words bring satisfaction. Amen. <clears throat> the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Mm. The tongue can bring death yes. or life. Those who love yes. to talk will reap the consequences. Amen. Amen. So we choose life. We Amen. choose We Hallelujah. choose to praise the yes, Lord and give Him for the life we have today. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the reading of your word. Bless us it is called today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We were 12 days behind and now we're